0: If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups. And then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on, you know, things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So, yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings? they're not under consideration. You know, I really wanted to make a more upbeat episode this week. The last few episodes have been you know, me getting generally fed up with shit that just strikes me as so stupid. I mean, people are still being shitty and awful. All kinds of dumb shit is going on in this country and realistically nobody's questioning it, nobody's being critical about it, nobody's looking at it with any kind of a weathered eye. They're just accepting the narrative and moving along and Stumping the routes they're supposed to be stumping. The American population is basically being played like a fiddle. Nobody questions how the Texas school shooter afforded, you know, almost 10 grand worth of stuff working part time at a Wendy's and, uh, you know, not being able to drive or anything like that. But somehow he's got two brand new Hyatt tag rifles that are probably more expensive than anything I own, and I've been collecting for years. And And I'm a working adult male with a full-time job that pays significantly more than anybody working at a Wendy's part-time would put in the bank. Now, granted, I have adult responsibilities and bills to pay and all that other shit, but... Still, everybody's screaming about gun control. Nobody's questioning where he got the money for this stuff or how he got his hands on all this stuff so readily. And not that I'm saying anything in terms of legality, but I'm talking about a fucking availability. And, you know, in the matter of a few weeks, he managed to get more rounds than the local gun store in my town has. So, yeah, there's, you know, questionable things there. Just going beyond the whole fact of the cost, the overall cost of what this fucking clown was found with. And parts of the narrative don't fit, like there's literally no way some skinny 18-year-old shithead is going to be able to effectively run carrying as much ammunition as they were saying he had on him when he was killed. Yet the story says he ran from the truck into the school and blah, blah, blah. So the narrative is complete horseshit. And it's driving me nuts that everybody's just willing to jump on board and say, yeah, we need to take all your guns. And then we've got the wannabe dictator administration in this country saying, yeah, well, the Second Amendment is an absolute. You saying something like that is literally the exact reason why the Second Amendment was included in the U.S. Constitution and included in the Bill of Rights. To prevent things like that from being stated and from being, being enforced. It's, it's not really up for debate. And I see all these people that are trying to make it into so much more of an issue Well, how many children have to die before you're willing to give up your guns? And I've seen a lot of people say it, and I'm going to say it too. Fucking all of them. It's it's not about, you know, that I'm that enamored with guns. It's about taking the ability of the individual to defend themselves away from them and putting trust and faith in the government that I have no trust or faith in at this point, who has proven countless times to be untrustworthy and unworthy of any faith taking it that they're going to protect us you know when things come down to matters of seconds or minutes before they can have life-changing effects and the cops are minutes plus away yeah i i would be more comfortable knowing i could defend my fucking self effectively because all the legislation in the world has i've said it multiple times tons of people have said it criminals don't give a fuck about the law robbery is illegal breaking and entering is illegal murder is illegal the people who don't care that it's illegal are the ones that you need to be protected from they're not going to care that having a gun is illegal they're still going to have guns because no matter how hard you you fear and that's what it boils down to you want me to live my life based on your fear no matter how afraid of the gun you are they're never going to disappear it's literally impossible it's never going to fucking happen and furthermore, I don't ever agree to live my life based on someone else's fears. I'm not going to do it. And I really wanted to make this a positive episode, just to try and you know do a palate cleanser from all these recent episodes where I'm pissed off about all this shit. But the dumb shit just keeps happening. And the dumb shits running this country just keep doubling down and expecting us. They're I mean, they're treating us with no respect. They think we are f- so fucking stupid that, they think no matter what they say, we're just going to you know go along with it and say, oh, yeah, that's great, you're right, you're wonderful leaders. The system's broken, it needs to be purged. It's long and the short of it. This country needs somebody to come over, turn the power off, and flip it back on. But that's not going to happen in any kind of easy way. And But if they keep pushing the way they're going, I don't know what they think's going to happen. I don't know how much sway they think they're going to have, but there are a lot of people out there that are getting fed up. And the harder they're pushing, the more the more reserved, centrist-like people like myself that don't want conflict. They don't want to see these things happen. I'm not even talking about all the yahoos that have been waiting for this shit to happen. I'm talking about the ones like me that, you know, when push comes to shove, I know what side of the aisle I'm going to fall on. And there's a lot of people out there like me that are getting fed up with this shit. They're tired of the overreach. They're tired of people trying to force their beliefs and their opinions and their wants and their desires on us, regardless of how we feel about it. This country was founded on the principle of we get a voice in how our lives are run. The whole no taxation without representation. I don't feel very fucking represented, but they are taxing the living fuck out of me. And the the Fed and the centralized banks are thoroughly destroying the economy. Anybody with anything beyond a basic understanding of how economics works can tell you that. And they're saying, oh, well, we didn't know this was going to happen. How could we know this inflation was going to happen? There were literally hundreds of people out there. Nobody listened to them saying this is a bad fucking idea. People who actually understand how economics works were saying this is a bad fucking idea. But it happened anyway. So it, it is what it is. We have to deal with it now. There, we need a, a reset. And I really didn't want to come out today and be like, you know, bitch, 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 complain, complain, complain. And then, you know, I go to fill up my car using my shitty corn-based fuel because I happen to have an E85, a compatible vehicle. And we bought it that way because it was, you know, this might be a thing. Who knows? We did the math a while back, and it's like E85 has to be something like 40 cents a gallon cheaper than straight gas for it to be economical to run in your vehicle. And it burns hotter, and it causes more wear and tear on the engine. It's, it's not ideal by any stretch of the imagination. But we, I figured out that metric where that was the, where the loss of fuel economy is offset by the savings and finances. So fortunately, I'm not hurting at the pump nearly as bad as some people are, but I still spent $50, over $50, to fill up a vehicle with a 12-gallon tank and a 4-cylinder engine. And I have to fill up a minimum of once a week. Now, I'm very fortunate that I have a job that I really enjoy and I get paid decently for what I do. I'm not making ridiculous amounts of money, but I'm making enough to be comfortable. My bills are paid. I don't have to worry about stuff as much as some people do. Um, I do need to diversify my income, which I'm always preaching about, because it makes sense. Having multiple sources of income makes sense. I'm getting into the final phases for the spice blends I want to start trying to sell, so once that happens... I will make an announcement. If you actually listen to the show and you send me a request, I will send you a sample pack and then you can try it out and tell me what you think, tell your friends about it, whatever. Maybe maybe we can get something rolling with that. But in the meantime, until I can get all the final details hammered out, and honestly at this point it's primarily a lack of capital doing it because spices are expensive. To get the final product into production, I have to make batches of all this stuff to a certain degree so I can measure everything out in grams because that's how food just to give you an insider to the food service production agency that's how they make their ratios up so that's how they can guarantee a consistent product when you're scaling it up or down because you don't do it by volume you do it by weight it's just the way these things work so I got to go out and buy a whole bunch of spices so I because every every single recipe I developed was done with teaspoons tablespoons cups quarter cups etc cetera, etc cetera. So now I have to go through and weigh each ingredient so I can get proper ratios, so it can be properly scaled, so it can be upscaled for production. But, you know, so I'm working on it. I'm trying to diversify my income. I'm trying to bring more stuff coming in. I want to get set up. I'm thinking about starting to do some voiceover work based on the suggestions of a few other people. That could be fun, too. That could be profitable. Who knows? I might be good at it. Some people seem to like my voice. Maybe it'll be fantastic. Who knows? But, yeah, so I can't be positive and upbeat when all this ridiculous shit keeps happening. And we've got the White House putting out public statements, tweets, and social media posts, trying to claim that most Americans are happier with their financial situation now than they were two years ago. I don't know a single fucking person who's happier with the way life is right now. We're missing all kinds of food. There's been 19 food-related, like, food production-related fires in this country this year. If that doesn't strike you, a little odd and, you know, really weird. You know, airplanes crashing into ma- food manufacturing facilities and food processing plants. But for some odd reason, the media has been remarkably silent. No flight plans were filed. No names have been released. Every other thing that could happen, and all of a sudden we know everything about the pilot's family before they even know he's dead. But no, in these cases, no information's out. And all this shit, I'd hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but how much really unlikely shit has to happen? The media, which is at this point functionally another branch of the government, it's not one we elected or chose to have around, but they are the propaganda wing of the current government in the United States. And they push what they want to push, they don't push what they don't want to push. And we've got things out there, Elon Musk doing what he does and stirring up trouble. He made a post that I thought was fantastic, questioning why the DOJ hasn't leaked the names off the the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Nobody's listed Epstein's case records. And it makes you wonder who's really on it, because, you know, if it was certain people, they'd be leaking all sorts of stuff just to try and burn them. But instead, there's all kinds of innuendos and articles and pictures of Epstein at a party standing relatively close to but not necessarily interacting with people that they don't they don't like people that aren't towing the line people that aren't following the established narrative and they're trying to turn the very same people that are calling out this shit into you know objects of this shit where they're saying oh well look at them they're just trying to try they were there too they were involved and it's like no you don't really have any evidence of that because the name hasn't been released the list hasn't been leaked. We can get leaks about an opinion paper written on Roe v. Wade, but we can't get a leak on something that's actually important. And yes, I'm saying the Roe v. Wade decision was not important because, in case you missed it, I said it a couple episodes, I am totally in support of anything that removes power and authority from the federal government's hands. That's not how this country was meant to be fucking run, and I'm tired of morons out here stomping around that have very minimal understanding of things like legality or the law in general or more specifically things like what the constitution meant like you know the part where it says shall not be infringed that's not up for interpretation and the second amendment still applies as much today as the day it was written it hasn't changed with the times because it was put in place as a failsafe against a corrupt government so a corrupt government saying that it's no longer valid is exactly why it's there in the first place and I I don't want to harp on these things. I don't want to belabor these points. I want to come on here and crack jokes and tell stories and have fun. But there's just so much bullshit going on right now that I can't properly focus trying to be entertaining and trying to deliver something that I think is going to make somebody laugh or something that's lighthearted or something that's going to help make somebody's life better. Because I'm coming on here venting so I don't have a coronary. So I don't wind up stroking out because this shit is just going to cause so much stress that I'm going to have an aneurysm and my brain's going to pop. And I say so many times that I'm not really a partisan individual. I'm very, or what used to be very centrist these days. Uh, Pretty much everybody on the right wants to scream that I'm on the left and everybody that's on the left wants to scream that I'm on the right because we have this tribalism, this, this party rhetoric that has gotten completely absorbed. And people just, that's how they choose to identify now is, you know, I'm either this or that. And it's even though it doesn't work and it's getting consecutively worse every fucking day and they the politicians lie to us like they think we're stupid we let them get away with it because let's face it by and wide we are fucking stupid i mean people are smart individually but as a group this country's really gotten fucking dumb we have people that can't decide you know what set of plumbing they're working with and I'm not I'm not trying to shit on anybody that has gender identity issues or whatever the hell you want to call it is. What I'm saying is there there's your identity, there's what you feel like you should be, and then there's what you physiologically and biologically are. And like I said, you want to be trans, you want to transition, you want to get hormone treatments, you want to have your, your junk medically altered, I don't care. That's fine. Do you. Do what makes you live your best life. However there are still certain things where I don't think that necessarily applies when it comes to things like competitive sports. Biological males, born male with male growth patterns and development, are physically stronger than females. It's not, it's not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. It's not trying to you know, degrade how you feel about who you are or any of the other shit that people want to try and make out of when you say something like that. It's science. It's a scientific fact that by and wide, there are enough physiological differences that they can't compete on an even playing field. That's all there is to it. It's not saying anybody's better than anybody else or anything else. It's just biology. It's pretty simple. But, you know, at the same time, it becomes a huge fight every time somebody says something like that because the media stirs it up like, oh, well, if you feel this way, you must hate gay people and trans people and Every other fucking person that identifies under any of this umbrella. And it's like, no, I don't fucking hate anybody. I just don't think, you know, somebody that spent 20 years as a biological male and went through all the growth and development that that entails can all of a sudden take some hormones, grow their hair out. I don't and all of a sudden break every female competitive swimming record in the books. You know, going from being the 217th or whatever it was ranked swimmer to number one with a fucking bullet doesn't really s- seem fair to me. I'm not judging if that's what you got to do to feel comfortable as a person. that You want to identify as a, a woman and that's how you feel and that's how you think you are properly your truest and best self. Okay, whatever. Great. Good for you. Should you be allowed to compete th- that way? No, because you have an unfair advantage. And particularly if you decide to transition and then continue to choose to compete, your sincerity is always going to be questioned. Particularly if you don't go full bore and you just go with like the basic reversible shit where you can go, oh, you know what? I changed my mind after all. Yeah, I decided, I identified as a woman for my the duration of my remainder of my college years. But then I decided after all, maybe not. Then you're going to be completely suspect. So... If if you're doing it with, I think today there's way so, way too many people that are looking at things from with wrong motivations. And they're not doing it to be genuine. They're doing it to either garner attention or to gain accolades in something where without making drastic dramatic shifts in how things are doing, they're just subpar. And we ha- live in a society that doesn't teach people how to deal with the fact that, you know, sometimes you're just not fucking good enough. And, you know, I hate to sound like this old bastard, like, things were better back in the day, but in a certain respect, things were better back in the day. Because we learned how to deal with failure and disappointment and things not going our fucking way. And we knew it sucked. But somewhere along the lines, we fucked up because somebody said, you know what, I'm going to stop that my kid from ever having to feel that way. And a bunch of people jumped on board and thought that was a good idea. And the soft times that we were living in bred some soft-ass people, and now the world's gone to shit. And we've got a bunch of shambling geriatric vampires steering the cart straight to hell because why the fuck would they care about what the consequences of their actions are going to be? They're going to wind up forcing this country into either a significant conflict or a massive depression. And based on technical definitions, for anybody who doesn't understand how we're not in a depression yet, According to the metrics for fiscal things, a depression is defined as two consecutive quarters of net loss for the, the gross domestic product. Product income. I can't. Well, I'm. I'm not a. am not am not a finance expert. I'm a casual finance person. But it's basically two quarters of of a decline in in wealth. And they're saying right now, oh, well, it looks like second quarter might post a, a slight positive gain. And it's like, yeah, you can manipulate the numbers any way you want to try and keep from calling it what it is. But like I said, I don't know anybody that's happier right now with their lot in life than they were two years ago. And every throbbing blue veined cock that's out there going, oh, I'm happy to pay a couple extra bucks at the pump if it means I don't have to deal with Donald Trump. Yeah, well, you're a fucking idiot. You may be perfectly happy paying extra at the pump, but that doesn't give you the right to make that decision for the rest of the fucking country. The vast majority of people in this country are fucking hurting, and it's going to get worse. And, I I mean, at this point, it's hard to feel like it's not engineered. They want people dependent on that government. They want people sucking on that government tip, because if they're dependent on them, that means they can control them. And if they can control them, they can just stop even trying to pretend like they're here for us and just be like, look, you want your fucking rations, you want your fucking bugworm paste, you will get in line and do as you're fucking told. And it's not going to end well. And I've heard a lot of ridiculous shit about this over the last few weeks, and I actually heard something that I liked. and made me laugh, and I know it's not realistic. It'll never fucking happen, but it may be the most practical solution. I don't think it's a good solution because it kind of embraces the whole two-party year, either on this side or that side thing. But I know which direction I tend to lean at the moment, even though I'm not a supporter of either party. I think it's all a crock of shit. But I, I saw something the other day, and it was somebody saying, "Yeah, the, what the United States needs is a fucking divorce. We need to split the split the country in half and have the conservatives on one side and have the liberals on the other side. And then they, if if their way is so much righter, they can they can win." And then this was being said by somebody who is a lot more like myself, a lot more centrist, a lot more. I suppose he identifies as a libertarian, I'm not necessarily, that's still a party, and I, <laughs> I, if I had to pick a political party, that's the closest thing to what I believe in, but at the same point, I'm. it's not quite there for me either. Still agendas and infighting and all that other horse shit that makes every other political party fucking worthless. But, I gotta work within the system we have, unfortunately. And this guy basically said, yeah, we need a divorce. You can give these states to the the left and these states to the right, and then you can just go where your fucking philosophy fits in. And unfortunately, the world's never going to work that way. People aren't going to want to leave their families. People aren't going to want to move their shit. They're not going to have to want to move to their jobs. And if the current trends in home purchasing and people coming and going and population shifts are any indication... A lot of people don't want to go to all those left-leaning places because, frankly, they suck. Any, All the, all the cities with the worst social issues going on right now are all, are all blue-run. It's, it's not hyperbole at this point. It's fact. Highest crime rates, lowest standards of living, highest tax rates. You can't get shit. You can't have shit. You can't keep shit because everything's being taxed out of your fucking price range. And... You get these people with just complete cognitive disconnect where they're like, well, you know, nobody's moving here from red states because they can't afford it. You're saying that like it's a fucking thing to be proud of. That's not The the reason they can't afford it is because the tax rates are unsustainable and unrealistic. And they're that way because of stupid-ass people that seem to think that that's how the world's supposed to work. The people who have money are supposed to willingly give it up so the people that are lazy and don't want to do shit can get away with it. The people that want to shit in the streets and shoot up and leave their needles laying around for little kids to play with, yeah, they don't give a fuck about earning income. They just take whatever's handed to them. And the people who seem to think that it's okay for stores to be robbed because, well, you know, it's a big corporate store, so they pass laws where you can't be stopped for stealing anything under $1,000 from a store. And then they wonder why all the businesses leave and all the corporations are pulling up roots and saying, get fucked because there's really no incentive for them to stay. If they're going to be robbed legally by, by writ of the government, why the fuck would they stay? Out of benevolence for the people that live there that actually are going to come in and pay for their groceries? If nobody else has to pay for their groceries, why the fuck would you pay for your groceries? I mean, I don't believe stealing is right. Stealing is wrong. It's, I was raised with fundaments and morals, and I don't encourage stealing, but I do believe in fairness, too. Why should I have to shell out my hard-earned money to pay for shit when everybody else just comes in and takes what they want and they can't be stopped at the door? Well, fuck it. I'm going to do the same thing. It's fair. I shouldn't have to pay higher prices because a store has to offset their losses. And I shouldn't be surprised when the stores say, fuck it, we're closing because there's no profit in it. They're not obligated to be there for you. And cities like San Francisco, where they've literally legalized theft and made a environment toxic to businesses started acting surprised when these businesses started closing and they're not bothering to restock the shelves these these guys are bitching about supply chain issues and blaming shortages on that there's no incentive to restock your shelves if the product you put there is just going to be stolen that's common fucking sense that's that's what's really missing these days there is no more fucking common sense there's nobody out there using their fucking head for anything other than something that they can dye weird colors or, you know, grow a funky mustache or a really bitchin' beard or hang a hat and a pair of glasses on it. Nobody's using their fucking heads to think anymore. They're all just using them for fucking accessories. Makes me fucking sick. And then the people who do take the time to look at things critically, to take the time and analyze what the fuck is going on, You've got the media branding them extremists and, and, and kooks and conspiracy theorists. And you've got you know, government agencies pushing back saying, oh, well, you do this, we're going to. And a lot of it's a lot of rhetoric coming from people who are saying, oh, yeah, damn right. We're going to come take your guns and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And it's like, well, no, you're not going to come take my guns. I really wish any one of these gun grabbers would show up and try and disarm me without having a bunch of guns behind them in the hands of the. Police or the military or whoever. You're that convinced that you're going to come take my guns? Come and fucking get them. If your problem is actually with guns, then you don't need the police backing you up because if you do, you're a hypocrite. I should just be turning over my guns because it's not that these people have a problem with weapons and guns and things like that, they have a problem with other people having them. They're fine with them, they just want them contained and controlled by the government. And when only the government is armed, that's how you get dictators. That's how you get fascist police states. When only the police are armed, that's when your rights are gone, your freedoms are gone, and you become nothing more than a modern-day serf. And it drives me nuts. And I really, I I wish there was an easy way to fix it. But I'm not going to sit here and delude myself and try and pretend like voting the right people in is going to change the system. The system is well and truly fucked. It doesn't matter who you vote for. If voting would have made a difference at this point, I don't think they'd let us do it anymore. And in case you haven't noticed, this administration has been trying to make that pretty much the case. They keep saying they want to make it easier and more accessible for people to vote. But realistically, it's not about being easier or more accessible. It's about having control and being able to say these votes are valid and these votes aren't and it's completely secret so you don't even know whether your votes actually getting counted or not the last election was completely suspect because oh no all of a sudden we found another 20,000 votes here and another 10,000 votes there and they all just happen to push the the left into the lead it's just a coincidence though oh no we can't we can't you know let you verify that we can't prove that we can't we just have to accept that these are valid and then after multiple instances of people demonstrating that the voting, the the machines used to count the votes were failing and miscounting votes and counting votes multiple times, counting ballots multiple times, just instance after instance after instance that have said the system is fucked. And we've still got these people that seem to think they're going to change the world and they're going to do it by putting the right people in office instead of changing the office to actually serve the people. Not that that's really an option at this point. The system is well and truly fucked, and they're entrenched like ticks at this point. There are massive sweeping reforms that would have to go into place to make this system anything resembling what it should be, and it's never going to happen as long as the people holding the reins are the same people that are the ones that need to be replaced in the first fucking place. That's how corruption works. That's how nepotism works. That's how favoritism works. That's how cronyism works. The only way you can get ahead in the world is to kiss the right asses and cup the right balls. And in the meantime, we have shambling corpses deciding how the country should be run and taking all of our labor and all of our work and just doing as they will with it and pissing it away and giving it to their friends and giving it to their cronies and you know making sure their people get taken care of at the expense of the rest of the fucking country. <laughs> so, I don't really have anything positive to say this week. It's another negative ranty episode. But yeah, it is what it is. I guess that that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms. At I Had to Say It Podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program things i've talked about there are some links available for some merch that we're working on and there are ways to contact us there as well and thanks for listening and i look forward to talking to you again soon